We're hot and ready. Oh, we are? Yeah. Little Caesars. Let's go. Oh, man. Well, this week was also a doozy. We've entered the abduction uh, genre of Lifetime movies. Yeah, we're starting off International Women's Month strong. We're, we're going to women being abducted. Yes. Abductions, lies, scandals, and revenge. Children being born. And then taken immediately. Oh, yeah. Like, weeks later. Yes. A, a few short days. So, Lacey, what were your initial thoughts? Yes. So, initial thoughts on abducted, colon. Come on. The Carlino <laughs> White story. Um, first of all, the coloring of this movie was bonkers. Like, I don't know how many people out there pay attention to, like color correction and all this technical many. stuff that's it, why we're movie critics yeah there we go that's why we're <laughs> professionals here to bring you the the good news from the other side but it show we start off the movie and it's very blue looking yes. very like somebody just overdid it on the blue highlight instagram filter like just too much which i didn't know if they did that because it was trying to be like a flashback you know what i mean like they were trying oh, to signify yeah. this is not present day yeah, the the time jumps are also something that we'll get to, but yeah, but the initial thoughts are just like this was a wild story. Yes. With many a hole in both character development, plot development, and just general <laughs> movie related things. Math. The math was off. <laughs> right. The numbers are not adding up, sir. And it is tax season. Oh my gosh, yeah. They'd all be in jail. An- <laughs> another true story. Like, per usual, we... I guess we're on a roll of doing only tr- only true stories that Lifetime loves to say. Like, even though this was a true story, this was not a true right. story, don't sue us. Like, they, they say that every movie. Like, oh, yeah, there's always the disclaimer us. of, like, this could have been a potential thing. Yeah. Like, we don't know. But, but it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. So, I'd seen this movie, I think when it came out, just like all of them, because... <laughs> spoiler like maybe i'm the lifetime stand but i remember just very distinctly kiki palmer being in it which kiki palmer we went through a rundown of her filmography she was she was in pretty much everything yeah she's she was, out here working yeah she was working real hard yeah she was true jackson vp <laughs> she was Aquila and her b yes both. she was <laughs> chili in tlc's crazy sexy the VH1 cool. movie um, Which was after this, though. <laughs> I know. But she's she's had a decent run on TV yeah. and in movies. So it probably was a big get for Lifetime to like, oh, for sure. have her be the main character. And aside from her, too, the lady from The View, Sherry Shepard. Yes. So another big get. Another big get. Yeah, so it had like big names. But other than that, that's that's as big as it got. Right. So, like there were no like in our Wikipedia research, there were no defining like this was one of the most watched or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But we did discover with the end exposition of like this is what they're kind of doing right now that this movie came out pretty soon after the mom of the story was sentenced to go to jail for twelve years. Yeah. So like a little bit of backstory, essentially. Um, an abduction happened, which we'll get into with the movie, and it just chronicles the life of Carlina, the girl who's abducted. So it just talks about her life when she's found by her family, kind of the struggles that go on in that, and then we get the follow-up when 
the mom was actually sentenced. The the mom who raised her. What should we right. call them? Like mom A and mom B. Mom it's and like, I'm gonna say call it fake mom, fake mom and real and mom. birth mom. Yeah, fake mom and birth mom. Yeah, fake mom their names and birth are mom. Low key irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, then it kind of followed up with her actually getting sentenced to jail. So the movie started off with we see a teen couple running through the doors of a hospital the ladies in labor the young woman's in labor and then we see a not a parallel frame but a parallel storyline with the woman she's so low she's by herself she comes in she's also in labor yep so, and it's equally stressful because yes. a lot of fast moving nurses a lot of questions being asked a lot of close-ups of like you know, moms in labor. Sweat. Sweat. Gross. But also, once again, the color of it is like a tan color to make it Weird. look like the past. Yeah. Like they do, like to those old pictures. It's basically the equivalent of that new app that turns everything to look like a... A Polaroid? Uh, not even a Polaroid, but um, like a printed out picture from like before like 2000 oh is that the one with the numbers on it where it'll put yeah like, the it has the little time it. stamp okay. it's the equivalent to that uh, but yuck. you know this yeah. tone <laughs> passed um so everyone's about to give birth and we realize that fake mom is having a miscarriage this is now her third yeah well i guess really technically sad. it's a stillborn because oh true. the baby's born like she has a c-section but it's dead. True. Like we hear the flat line on, which is interesting that we hear the flat line of the baby because they, the baby wouldn't have been hooked up to anything coming out of her womb. Right. And she didn't flat line because she still was alive. Yeah. So I we've think got it was another dramatic effect. We've got another EKG machine that's off <laughs> in a right. lifetime movie. EKG machine that's off talent yeah. too. Lifetime. lifetime. Yeah. Their prop budget is zero. Wildly what low. What prop budget? It's the, it's the sound in post. Like they Ooh, just true. keep putting a flat line sound in and it's like, what flat line? Yeah, no Carl one's from dead. editing was like, I know how to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, but we see on the other frame that teen couple is, they had a, like, great time in labor, I guess. Yeah. The baby is born. And this is my rant of the day of TV babies are never actually newborn babies. No. A thread. Because <laughs> these the babies proof. come out eight months old, eyes wide open. And hair. Like, wild amounts of hair. It's one of those things that, like, even if you don't hang out around babies or you're not, like, a pediatric nurse, you know good and well how small a newborn baby is. And ugly and blue. Ugly and <laughs> blue. They can't open their eyes yeah. for the first couple of Throwing days. Throwing up yang signs because they can't move their hands. Right. They don't even know what hands are. Yeah. Literally no concept. Let alone that they're there. <laughs> so, it just drives me crazy. They're handing this couple a 12-pound baby and you know good and well. <laughs> That baby is like, you know, Carl from editing's niece. <laughs> they ask so much of you, Carl. Demand a raise. <laughs> Demand the right until like the workers comp you deserve. But yeah, so the happy teen couple is like resting with their baby. They actually go home with the baby and, you know, nice black family receives them and, you know, they're having a little party. Everything's going pretty well. I Meanwhile, wrote down. <laughs> so when the nice teen black couple left, so when they showed up, you know, she's in labor, but her hair had that nice, that nice James Brown bump under. Ooh. If you're a black woman, you've been to the hair salon and your hairstylist claims she's going to give you a little bump. You've seen the meme. You've seen the meme, the bump under. Oh and you come out and you look like James Brown. It's like the <laughs> expectation Beyonce reality James Brown. And I can attest firsthand. <laughs> Someone who has experienced the James Brown <laughs> the, the James because Brown my mom used to do my hair. 
And she oh, would say no. the exact same thing. I need to bump it a little. Oh, don't but everything bump in my anything. life wanted it to be just straight. <laughs> just straight. Don't touch it. Don't do it. I would physically like sigh, roll my eyes, and like just like slump my whole body back into the bathroom, knowing good and well I was gonna oh come out gosh. looking like 2007 Michelle Obama. Yeah, no. Even no. though Michelle no. had the bump, white people, if you're listening to this, the bump is Michelle's hair from Yeah, if you look up a picture of early Michelle before she... her weaves got insane and beautiful, yeah. like obviously, shout out to Michelle Obama, please sponsor yeah. our podcast. <laughs> Michelle, but... we read Becoming Okay and we'll promote yes, it. Yes, we did. We'll read it. <laughs> but yeah. So she had the bump going in, and I noticed she had the Sex in the City flip out coming out. Who did your hair in jail? Or not in jail, in the hospital. (laughs) Who did your hair where you had a flip out? So I definitely, I wrote that down. Somebody at the hospital had a flat iron (laughs) and was just like, let me A black nurse. Yeah, she's like, you're going home. There's a party happening. You got to look right, little mama. Right. Let me help you out. I'll bring my (laughs) mini to go straightener. I keep it in the trunk. Yes. Um, But meanwhile, fake mom obviously is going through it. She just experienced a lot of trauma. And the doctors are now telling her, like, that the baby didn't make it. And she does not believe them at all. Yeah. She we, is upset. We find out it's her third miscarriage or stillborn. So yes. she's been pregnant three times. And the babies have not either made it to term or been born as stillborn. Right. Which, you know, I'm going to give it this one prop. Shout out to, like, displaying, you know, females that can't, you know, reproduce. because. Yeah. Not every woman can. And so it's a nice, you know. And you're still normal and you're still a woman yeah, and a human. It's a nice nod to, you know, those folks. But it's also Lifetime, so it's also yeah. a terrible nod to everything else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no nod to me, Lifetime. I don't yeah, need it. Like, <laughs> Keep your eyes you straight, got me head for this straight. One second, but then, obviously, things took a turn. That's downward spiral. Um, so we're slow-moing. After she kind of, like, attacks the doctor, like, physically attacks him, like, where's yeah. my baby? Like, you're lying. Um, and that's when we realize there's probably a bigger issue at hand. Something mental health wise. I also cackled because she starts kind of going ballistic and the doctor's calling to sedate her and he's like, get her some Ativan. And if you're, shout out to you if you're out there listening and you have anxiety and you've been prescribed Ativan, Ativan is not, <laughs> Ativan is not like whatever Michael Jackson was on that killed him. Like you don't, you don't take an Ativan and you're out. Ativan's not even Xanax. Like right. Ativan will not sedate you. So I don't know if they just got their references wrong or like. Or it might have been one of those things of like, they didn't get the rights to say To say Xanax. Xanax. <laughs> or to say, um. It's not, what was Michael Jackson on that killed oh, him? Like, that's an actual I, sedative. No, I'm sedative, sedative. Se- <laughs> equator, equator. <laughs> like, it's, it's my accent. It's, oh my it's, God, no. Sedative. You can say, you can say it. Letter, yeah, I think fine. you can say sedative or sedative. Yeah, it's fine. Letter. But that other word I said, it was just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my All God. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that too. It was just wrong. Um, yeah, so. They are trying to settle her down, but then we flash to a couple days later, I guess, or a week later, where the nurses are like, she's been here for a week, just sitting here, she's not eating. Yeah. We And then the doctor says straight up, we need the bed. <laughs> Shout out to the American healthcare system. Right. We're, all, <laughs> real we're all screwed because they need the bed. They need so they're it. like, we should transfer to the psych ward. Well, they don't have beds either. Yikes. Well, where on earth could she go there are no beds Health mattress firm providers. they don't have no beds <laughs> <laughs> they don't have no beds in the hospital I mean, I guess there's a mattress firm across <laughs> yeah. the street 
I don't know. They're probably having a sale right now. They couldn't take her either. Nah, I called. I heard they're all shutting down. The drug print's been busted. Yes, yeah, she got to you know, go those, in, Plus, those purple mattresses are driving mattress firm out of business. No way. Yeah, so. true. Casper, purple. Tough to needle. Lisa. Sponsor us. Right. <laughs> I know I already have a mattress, but feel free I don't. to send another. I mean, I have one that I sleep on, but I didn't purchase it. Oh, And anyway. I'll get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Just to test it out. Um, yeah, so we see her being slow-mo wheelchaired out of the hospital. And I say slow-mo on purpose because there is every right mind would say that she is hatching a plot as she's being wheeled out of the hospital. Like, I'm going to get a baby, whether they like it or not. She's watching all these babies. For some reason, they have all these babies in the hallway. Right. Or she's imagining it. But they're just like hella people with babies. The babies in like the little incubator plastic boxes yeah damn we put babies in boxes yeah which i really don't get i guess it's uh, it's to keep them warm it's not really a box because they don't usually have tops it's just like a little like a plastic it's like a it's like an acrylic makeup box with no top right or i was gonna say those things from the container store that you use to separate your drawers out but a big version that a baby can fit in wow we don't treat babies right that's not comfortable i mean you just came out of a nice womb (laughs) and now you're in a box this is probably like babies crying. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Shout out to our future babies. Like, if you're mad at me, you Honestly, know what? I get it. I feel like future medicine, we should just start putting babies in like simulated wombs. Yeah. But, but then, then again, they don't get used to the outside. Yeah, I was about to say that wouldn't wean them off. And then they really, really be crying when they're six months old and you take them out of the little fake womb machine that you bought on Instagram and they're mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're behind like you now. You got it on sale so you can't return it. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> You can't return the fake woo. It was a President's Day flash sale and you fell for it. And now your baby won't get out of its egg. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to the whatever baby's future bad. babies we have that listen to this. Um, yeah, so she's hatching the plot. And, you know, she goes into basically just danger mode where yeah. she's going into the hospital bathroom. <laughs> but like an actual sicko. Young flame, yes. <laughs> Like, uh, like this is not what Travis Scott had in mind, I'm sure, when he and Drake, <laughs> Aubrey Graham, were sitting in the studio. But she's giving herself, so if y'all remember, Secret did a commercial about giving yourself a pep talk in the bathroom. And it was very empowering for women, I think, yeah. as far as ads go anyway. Yeah. Well, fake mom is in the bathroom giving herself a pep talk, but to do something evil and nefarious, oh a.k.a. Gosh. Felonious. <laughs> felonious monk is giving herself a pep talk about how you know no one's gonna take that from you girl you are gonna have a baby and that baby is gonna be yours and they're gonna love you and she's wearing scrubs oh that she gosh. has clearly purchased from the local nurse scrub store nurses yes like nurses are us we also saw her participate in another felonious act she went into a shoe store and the lady was which shout out to shoe attendants they don't do this no more or do they i just buy only buy shoes online they were putting the shoes on her feet and she was like oh my gosh you're pregnant which triggers her because she just had a baby a stillborn but you know it takes a while for the bellies to go down so she's like telling her about motherhood the shoe attendant is and then she's like how are the shoes and she kind of had zoned out she's like i got this plan that's about to hatch and then (laughs) watch my plot Blue. Yeah, watch me <laughs> and <laughs> watch her whip it, Nene. Um, oh she so she just like comes back to reality and she's like, "Oh, the shoes are a little tight." And we see her walk out with the shoes on that she yep. had purchased and 
leave her old shoes behind. Another crime. And they're the nurse shoes that she was wearing. Exactly. She stole the nurse so shoes. So she's already have the plan in motion. She goes back to the hospital in her nurse's outfit. And that's where the timelines cross over. Where she meets happy young couple. Because they brought the baby back to the hospital. Because she had a fever that wasn't breaking. Yeah. So we see the happy young couple. Like at home. We see the mom's name is Joy. She is taking the baby. Like they're going to the park. She's really enjoying motherhood. Like she seems to really be like taking this very seriously. Not like the other teen moms that we've seen. Yeah. Not trying to teen mom shame. But she's different. But the teen moms that we've seen as of three weeks ago, two weeks ago. (laughs) Garbage in comparison. Yes, they are not taking their babies to the park and kissing them and reading to them. them Yeah, they're blowing smoke in their faces. Um, Yeah, and so they're all at the hospital now and, you know, the teen dad, he has to work, obviously. Somebody's got to pay for this baby. Somebody. And he has to go back to work. Obviously, Joy, the real mom, is very tired and is just like, easily swayed by fake mom in the fake nurse's outfit to go home while the baby rests and while they check on her and all of that so she says you know what i'm gonna go home you're right um and take a shower and then fake mom fake nurse says some kind of crazy phrase to the girl that says weirdest thing the baby you like the baby doesn't cry for you 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 cry cry for for the the baby. baby and for what? some reason, that caused her, the real mom, to just be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. What? What, <laughs> what was she right about? That was basically a hieroglyph in words. I'm so, I'm still, I just wrote, confused. <laughs> like, also, one of the top moments, too, at the hospital. So, we see the fake mom, fake nurse. The baby's name is Carlina. So, she's like, oh, what's the baby reading this fake ass chart she's like what's the baby's name and they're like carlina and she's like your name carl to the daddy and i wrote like dad carl baby carlina terrible and they just (laughs) (laughs) and they also just had this terrible dialogue of like aside from that one quote it was just like girl you tired go shower like it it felt like it was improv yeah it felt very forced yeah and it also felt like the people writing this were just like you know the people that they hire for the urban division yeah <laughs> okay white people who had two black people in their screenwriting class and they were like we know how they talk right and this is also let's say they filmed this like late 2009 2010 it like giving yourself a couple of years to like shoot and edit and all that stuff yeah y'all y'all knew better than this dialogue yeah so it, shame on they're you, canceled writers. lifetime yes. uh, <laughs> canceled lifetime <laughs> Um, yeah, so fake mom, fake nurse is lurking, which is never a good sign in a oh Lifetime movie. Gosh. Somebody's going to get kidnapped. Somebody's going to get murdered. Someone's going to get pushed off a bus. Something. Oh, for sure. So she's lurking and the family, the parents have left, obviously, to go either back home or back to work. And that's when she just picks up the baby, walks out of the hospital, puts the baby in a duffel bag. A leather duffel bag. That's zipped up. Like, first of all, how dare you? steal somebody's baby but two put them in a duffel bag the wildest thing and it's even crazier than because this is based on true story so this is like loosely based on what happened obviously she had to get her out the hospital some way but to think so at this point the baby's 19 days old yeah that like not a stir was made and she was able to get her out of the hospital is crazy it's also crazy to think about how low security hospitals were in 1987 like this wasn't that long ago to the point where someone could 
impersonate a nurse is walking around picking up charts nobody says anything we see a scene where she the security guard gets on the elevator with her while she has the baby in the duffel bag mm-hmm. making her great escape and he's like haven't seen you around here before and she's like i just started and he's like oh okay yep that explains it have a good one and it's like what like there was yeah. no security clearance which no is no security which in comparison to now where like you have to have like your ID when you like yeah. leave or enter rooms, certain rooms and certain like wards of hospitals. There's wards. security standing. Yeah. yeah, wards. Okay, I was like, is that right? Outside the room where like newborns are kept. Like it just, it was so interesting. So then in the next scene we see like they finally discover about an hour later that Carlina's gone after fake mom has rallied her up, put her on the train, mm-hmm. taken her out of the duffel bag. and Which I guess th- is nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, they're headed home so they make it on the train then we see a real nurse calls joy the real mom and she's like blah 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 and joy's like what where is she so we see the news has been delivered to joy and carl the dad that carlina is gone so they rush back to the hospital they're of course met by like press and detectives and they're like where's the baby there's security cameras which we're informed by the detective he's like oh the security cameras weren't working tonight weren't working tonight like where were they all the other nights yeah at this hospital and then the detective was also very like i know that they have to be kind of emotionless so that they don't you know rile up the victims or the victims families or anything like that but like he was very nonchalant about the fact that a baby was a 19 day year old yeah and then next thing you know he's like they're you know they're trying to inquire like who did this what's going on and the detective somehow pieces together with zero information that it was potentially someone who lost a baby that took this baby. Like yeah. it, it was one of those like, immediately. That's why like he connected the dots so quick. He was like, "Oh, the woman who took her had just had a miscarriage." Yeah, who told was like, you? Who told you? Like who said that? that? <laughs> yeah. Also, did we never found out really with the whole hospital thing? Did she return to the exact same hospital where she was just a patient, just had a stillborn? They had just sedated her to steal a baby. Well, and a part of me thinks that it wasn't the same hospital. Couldn't have because they didn't have any records. Like they could have checked records of people who just recently, like you know, miscarried or had stillborn. I don't know if they could do that medical record laws. I don't think you can check to see like who just had a stillborn. Okay, well. Yeah, I don't know how policing works. Yeah, anything <laughs> I know is SVU, and that I, show is nuts. I think so. we have some rights here in America. In these <laughs> right, Americas, if maybe get stolen. I feel like rights should just get like thrown out the window. But then again, that throws off the checks and balances. Yeah, the, literally everything. <laughs> so that's why I'm not in charge of anything. Um, yeah. So once again, the you know real couple Joy and Carl, they're out at the park passing out flyers. They're yeah. hitting the streets. TBT as if they were, you know, Hillary 08 volunteers. Yeah. Just joy in your eyes, but also, like, major sadness because they're looking for their lost child. And Fake Mom has brought little Carlina, now has a new name, Nidra Nance, which the names in this movie are just straight up garbage. Um, not that I should be name shaming, but, No, like, wait, what is Nini's real name for Real Housewives of Atlanta? I want to say is it's Is it Nidra? No. Nini has a real name. See, but now we're name shaming again by assuming her real name isn't Nini. I we'll we'll fact check later. Yeah. We'll we'll come back with a soundbite. <laughs> right, I'll just insert it somewhere random. Uh, but they're passing out flyers. They're super depressed. Like, and you mentioned this too. Like, it's postpartum for Joy, the real mom, because yeah. her hormones are 
fluctuating like crazy and then now she has to deal with this major depression of like my kid got stolen so she feel bad for her yeah feel bad for her and then also like fake mom is just you know parading around the the baby to her family like oh my gosh yeah like you know and we find that fake mom whose name is Anne, has a younger sister who's Mm -hmm. somewhat the voice of reason but is just like helping her raise uh, little Nidra Carlina, yeah, Akila and the B. Nina, so. <laughs> and we see too. It's it's so easy for her to just like bring a baby home because she was just pregnant. So there's no fun. It's not like she abducted this child and people were like, "Where you get this baby from?" Right. It's like, oh, this is your baby. But the sister is the voice of reason because she's like, "Where have you been for three weeks?" And she's like, "We've been in the hospital for three weeks." She's like, three weeks." They kept you out in the hospital for three weeks. Why didn't you call any of us? Like, right. why weren't we at the there hospital? There were real too? questions asked, but never yeah. really answered. Exactly. Like, she kind of just danced around it. And, you know, they're just, like, happy to have a new baby in the family. So, it slides. Yeah. And so, they time jump to, on one hand, and fake mom is raising little Nidra. She's one years old at and this point. And she's walking. But she's bringing in groceries and, like not trying to pay in checks because she sees the wanted poster at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But then she returns home to, and they do this on purpose, but there's like a milk carton ad for Carlina White on yeah. the milk that they're buying, but Which no one sees TBT it. to when they did that. Right, because I'm just like, well, that just shows America's dependence on dairy that you could advertise <sighs> missing children on your 2% milk i think at that point people were just drinking whole they didn't care all right fine. about no two percent about no skim milk fair enough just milk but yeah. they just put it on the milk carton because they knew that people in america are always going to buy milk so yeah. we can advertise this but neither one of them saw it nor you know was really interested so she's walking she's having a cute little baby life like she seems like she's being raised right yeah. and, you know has loving people around her but meanwhile joy and carl you know they're just kind of continuing with their life but they realize that like the hype has died down around Mm -hmm. the original like you know our daughter is missing they break up because joy says something stupid joy gives no explanation so joy breaks up with carl she's just like every time i look at you i see carlina I just can't do this. And I don't want to feel that pain. Yeah, she hugs him and walks away. And we see after that, so they end up suing, I think it was a hospital system, for $100 million. Yep. They settle out of court for half a million dollars, and they go open up a trust for Carlina. Mm -hmm. So immediately after opening the trust, they break up with each other. And it was just... Yeah. Confusing. I mean, basically, Joy broke up with him for having a face. Yeah. I think is one of the... The wildest thing. Yeah. The, <laughs> to break up pretty, with someone Pretty for. mean thing. You can't, you know, can't change who you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, once again, we go back to now, you know, fake Anne and Lil Nidra slash Carlina. She's now probably around the age of six, seven, eight. Um, she looks eight. She's going to kindergarten. Fair enough. We're confused. <laughs> we're, we're confused about the casting, the Canada casting that happened in this movie. <laughs> the Canada because, casting. But this is important. We see fake mom Anne smoking crack in the bathroom. She And we see her take one hit. It's Christmas morning, even sadder. And then they go downstairs. They open Christmas gifts. We see Carlina get a doll head so, you know, she can do some hair, some braids, yeah, some that's crimps, her. That's her some joy. curls. That, yes, that is her joy. And mom's obviously high, but no one says anything. Granted, it's only her younger sister there, the one who is Carlina's now fake aunt. Yeah. She's the only person. Yeah, she's the only person that would know anything, but 
obviously the mom's just like i got it don't worry about it yeah we don't really know how the mom is making money at this point but we we're no assuming idea. that she's not doing something great um but obviously little carlina is just like my life's okay though because my mom's loved me my aunt loves me things are going good um and then we go well, we were really concerned about the crack part because I literally wrote here <laughs> crack in the, my soldier boy voice. The crack was concerning beyond it comes second or comes first and second to the crack comes the fact that the mom has the same hairstyle that she was wearing on the wanted poster because they know it's her who took Carlina. Yes. So there's a wanted poster. She doesn't think through all these years to change her hairstyle. Change it up. We change it up all the time. Yes. And then the crazy and you're wanted. thing, yeah, and you're wanted. Your picture has been everywhere. But the craziest thing is that the main woman who plays fake mom Anne is the same throughout the movie. Yes, but the aunt young, is the same yeah, the throughout the movie. The same, but young Joy and Carl are these two obvious like younger people, like probably yeah. their twenties or something like that, playing sixteen year olds. But then they switch it up in one of the time jumps. Scream to, fades to black. Yeah, screen face of black, and now we see Sherry Shepard and new guy that His are supposed we don't to. Know. We don't know. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, big Carl. Yeah, sorry, older Carl. But yeah, now it's these two that are supposed to be portraying thirty-two year olds. Yes, and then eventually like forty year olds and forty-five year olds, but they did not keep the consistent casting. Not at all, because they look. Obviously, this was filmed about nine years ago, yeah. give or take. Sherry Shepard, we don't know how old you are. But she did not, on nobody's black planet, pass for no, 32. Like, Carl was really pushing it. He also didn't pass for 32, but especially not No, and Sherry he looks, Shepherd. yeah. Like, at least the guy they played Carl looks similar to the guy who played young Carl. Where yeah. I was like, I mean, it, it would make sense that he got a little beefier and got yeah. a little taller. You, it's 16 years later. Yeah. Life has been hard. Right, exactly. But, like, from to go from, like, you know, before photo to sherry shepherd was just like a crazy the wildest jump so we also see the jump after screen fades black we come back at 16 years later it is carlina's 16th birthday yep so we saw immediately her aunt calls her out it's her birthday party the scene we open up to and her aunt points at her stomach she's like when you gonna tell her talking about her mom and carlina's like what so we find out carlina's pregnant Mm -hmm. at 16 we go to her party scene it's a front yard block party broad daylight Sexy teens. Sexy teens dancing. (laughs) Lifetime. We don't know if y'all have a bet how many movies you can sneak it into, but we're going to point it out till we can. Yeah, we're going to point it out every time. Yeah, every Every time. time. We will call you out the teen. Kiki Palmer was bumping, grinding. Teens were dancing. In her front yard that's not really a yard because they're still in, quote unquote, Connecticut. Bridgeport, quote unquote. But yeah, bumping and grinding. Having a foolish time in her front yard, broad daylight, and yes. her mom is standing right there. Like, I high, mean, for sure. Yeah, her mom's definitely high, which we <laughs> get to later. But yeah, so but she's also pregnant. And you know what? Real International Women's Month, there are no dads in this movie besides not a, Carl. Not a dad, yeah. Like, not, not a even, dad. not a grandpa. No. Not, so Carlina's fake mom, and like, she, the dad was just never in the picture, apparently. Like, she says, the aunt has referenced like light offhandedly that he's a drug dealer or something like that but we never see him we never hear a name and we don't know who carlina's baby's father is we have no idea no idea we assume it's the guy she's bumping and grinding with but he does not have a name he doesn't have a name nor lines not a no not a close what we come to in this scene is that the police drive by the party because the mom is like trying to separate you know carlina and her little boyfriend 
and you know first in the you know little lame mom way of like getting she's dancing, dancing in between yeah. them but then the Cut second time out. she's literally just like yank yeah. <laughs> like yeet no yeah. <laughs> you Which, will not do this can in you my imagine yard dancing like that knowing your mom is good and well and i don't think i dance you. currently in front of my mom with <laughs> Let alone myself. So no. why would I do that with a well, guy? I dance like that by myself. But not yeah, not when I was sixteen on a guy in front of well, mainly the in front of my mom part is that Yeah, I was about like, to say, because everyone saw you me. with the at the eighth grade dance and prom and Oh my everybody was it I think our generation just doesn't know how to do I mean I'm from South Carolina, so I know how to shag. For you people who aren't American, ten people American. listen. Well shagging means fucking oh, in like british slang okay, but shagging enough. is a dance in south carolina yeah. it's like a ballroom dance so, so i know how to do that because i went to cotillion but grinding was the only way to dance like oh, that was the only dance yeah, of the generation I'm not into that cotillion stuff i was like i know what fork i need to use you're better than me i didn't know tocatil well i mean salad fork well, i'm just like but, but also i mean let's be real i was never eating at a place fancy enough with to multiple have forks. multiple forks let alone on the regular chick-fil-a has no forks yeah, exactly <laughs> most of the places i eat with my not, hands not a one fork <laughs> yeah like if you think about like barbecue you eat it with your hands this is true. um pizza you eat it with your hands burgers you eat it with your hands what the hell oh, my God. oh i think it's just a rowdy bunch yeah <laughs> So, we live in the city. We know y'all heard the sirens in the first episode. Okay, we don't have a yeah, studio. Sorry that we're so nosy that we just took like we the said, briefest of pauses. Saw, but it sounded really close. Yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, so let alone there was no fanciness. Yeah, so we just go back to the so, fact yeah. that the police are here. Yeah, at the police. Scourge, we see a little moment, a little added in moment, which this was probably the lifetime embellishment yeah. of just some plain old police brutality. You know, the mom they start saying like the party's got to shut down, go home, and the mom's like, we are home. This is my house. This is my yard. And they're like, okay, we'll go inside. And it's broad daylight. Like, yeah. Connecticut Police Department, CPD, you can't tell people to go inside yeah, if they feel like. Yeah, that's not against the law to be outside. But then again, we are living in a time where there are, like, you know, all these people calling the police on yeah. black people for literally, like, being outside. Breathing, yeah. <laughs> Taking a sip out of a water bottle. Right. It's <laughs> like, you see, like, you know, some lady across the street frantically on the phone just like, um, I saw some thugs spread out a, a picnic blanket across the street from my house, and it looks like they have a basket of drugs. It's just like, ma'am, ma'am, it's potato salad. So we don't see the peppermint patty who called, but <laughs> but we do see the police pull up, tell them to go inside. So the mom's getting kind of rowdy, which is like, yeah, it is. It's Carlina's birthday party. Like they're not doing anything wrong. Granted, there could be some weird Connecticut law of like more than like six people can't you know meet up in a front yard we don't know but there's a back and forth exchange with the mom the police they get upset she gets upset and they just arrest her i noticed they didn't cuff her they didn't read not a one miranda right and the mugshot from this day is later on used in the movie so know your rights young people they don't read you your miranda rights they can't formally arrest you exactly you can go home and sue them for for unlawfully attaining you <laughs> so for usd remember or whatever that your currency is yeah what sh- whatever t- well if you're not listening from america i don't know if that will help you I, there aren't miranda rights Deep. not in america <laughs> but limited rights i'll um, find some rights for y'all yeah so we realized that the reason she got all hyped up and angry like because everyone was trying to get her to calm down and everyone was trying to get her to de-escalate the situation she was high again yeah so <laughs> but we haven't seen her take not a puff of crack 
after this, we're we're equating her erratic behavior to the fact that she was smoking crack and it's like crack addictions are something you just pick up and drop. Right, like no. you you're not a part time crackhead. No, but not, it's a full time I mean, you're it's, it's a full time gig, you guys. Days a week. So think about that before you take your first puff kids. PSA. <laughs> PSA. But I mean she also she stole a baby from a hospital. Like mental health issues are there and they're they going rampant. untreated. So this erratic behavior, like I mean, we're we're not professionals. I'm still in school. Right. So we can't say, like, why she's acting the way she's acting. They don't pick back up with the crack storyline. No. Like, not we don't a see her. Time. Exactly. We don't see her do drugs ever again. So we're assuming that's why she's acting that way, but she also obviously has mental health issues. Absolutely. And the fact that they're going on tr- untreated is probably just making it worse. Oh, for sure. Um, and obviously, she's there's some. Self medicating off- with yeah. the crack problem. Like, there's some off screen stuff happening because yeah. we're inserting a lot of. Yeah. Like, we're inserting a lot of assumptions here um but we flash back to uh real mom joy she's mm-hmm. with her new children not bitter new, and jaded well her kid her kid she had post carlina and dually named bitter and jaded yeah because, because she's they are pissed she is celebrating carlina's 16th birthday yes in their family prayer before they eat because hashtag evangelism yeah um, black people <laughs> that's all we, when you're what no matter where you're from there's always been at least a little bit of the jesus yeah whether it was just like blood. a quick like you know Good, good food, good meat, good Lord, let's eat. You just kind of oh, keep going. we did the, oh man, what is it? Thank you for this bread, something. By his hands, we are fed daily some, bread. Yeah, some some kind of, it rhymed. Right. And then it, I, it always rhymes. I remember I was it like 12 rhymes. and they asked me to pray before the meal and I said that. My mom like took me aside. She was like, you too old to be saying that. And I was like, okay, what do I say? He did that. Right. That's what I've been saying. Yes. What I was to say. Honestly, I think that was the biggest thing and like this is about to like, you know, turn Young Black Christians podcast for a second. But, like, it was just so funny to me when I was younger because I never wanted to pray out loud because I only knew like three of them and one of them was the one that you memorize about like uh what the I was about to say the Assassin's Creed the Apostles Creed Lacey <laughs> you well you just lost our young black Christian yep, audience I know and I'm the, the bus driver on the first trip to hell um but yeah, so I used to just not want to do it because I was like, I don't know the other rhymes. Yeah. I'm confused about what rhyme. God is concerned about right now because there's a lot going on in the world. So should I pray for my family first or me? Or is that selfish? And oh, it just turned into a that. whole situation where I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do it at all because he knows my thoughts. We are right here. He does. Face to face. Um, but anyway, Joy is praying for Carlene at this moment. And her kids, bitter and jaded, are just like... Openly sighing. Are you going to keep doing this? Yeah, like, mom, give it up. <laughs> like, shouldn't you let this go? And then she's like, if something happened to you, would you want me to let it go? Ooh. And I was like, ooh, sick burn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, mom, I wouldn't want you to let it go. You, you're right. right. Like, you you're keep right. on that prayer warrior journey and let yeah. me just sit here and eat my corn. And we see her later go out in the backyard and she calls Carl. So they they broke up. And they never, ever, ever got back together, like Taylor Swift said. Because um, he has his own family. He has two boys. Yeah. But that timeline, we talked about this too during the film, that it's weird that they both have kids that are, you know, around Teenagers. 13, 14-year-old. If Carlina is 16, because yeah. that means they would have had to have kids, like, either at the moment they were broken, broke, breaking Someone up. Someone would have had to been pregnant. Yeah. Somebody was pregnant or somebody got somebody pregnant. Something Outside happened. of the relationship before the breakup. Because yeah. we also hear... 
Carl is like kind of giving an update to Joy. He's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. One of his sons. Sorry, we don't remember your name. You never had any lines or screen time. That's He's fine. like, just got his learner's permit, as in driving. And in most places, you have to be at least 14 or 15. Exactly. So, which means turns the timetables back to 15 years ago, roughly. Somebody had to have been pregnant, but they had just broken up. So he yeah. immediately found somebody, and she, she immediately found somebody. Yeah, there's something weird about Confused. it. But like we said, lifetime. I did the math. I crunched the numbers. They're wrong. Yeah, it's not looking good for you. Right? <laughs> yeah, y'all fired. <laughs> so yeah, once again, we're just like plot holes. But I wrote down how they all sixteen. <laughs> How's every teen in this movie sixteen? Oh my God. But it's like it turns into like we see you know Carlina starting to like you know, say, oh, I need to get a job or I need to figure out how I'm going to pay for this baby because they finally tell fake mom Anne, hey, Carlene is pregnant. And she's overjoyed. She's so, she's so happy. happy that she's pregnant. And she was scared to tell her. We also see the aunt who's been like Carlina's ride or die. She's Anne's sister. She's moving to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So this scene all happens. Remember this, people. Drop a pin at the airport. They let Anne know that Carlina's pregnant at the airport while they're dropping off her aunt cassandra yep and that's about it that because it's not the real airport it ain't the airport we find out spoiler alert (laughs) and it's just one of those things where i'm like oh fuck (laughs) this was not a good look but she was really happy about it so everyone's really excited yay 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 but now you know carlina's like i need to go to the clinic like i need to start like you know, checking in on how I can Ultrasounds, get to a doctor. Vitamins, you know, all yeah. of this stuff. stuff. But she doesn't have her birth certificate. Gee, I wonder why. So she goes into her mom's room because the mom is kind of dodging her on like trying to help her get her birth certificate. Mm. She goes through her mom's stuff. Her mom has multiple state IDs in her closet. Yes. Different names. Different names, different states. Same photo, weirdly enough. Lifetime. And it just <laughs> makes me think of shout out to ID God, wherever you are. Oh um, my gosh, TBT. Yeah. Get them back up and running. Or don't. Or don't. Um, I'm not going to. I don't. I'm, we don't need one at this no, point. And I'm also on the lamb as it is with illegal Ooh, activity. <laughs> side story we saw Aziz Ansari this week. He had yep. a joke. We're not going to give it away, but it was something about Osama bin Laden. So Lacey paid me back for the ticket. Yep. And the ticket, what she called it on Venmo, was called. Osama bin Laden, what is the the jazz legend? Yeah, like jazz legend Osama, <laughs> Osama bin, bin Laden. Laden. And Venmo flagged her yep. and like wouldn't release the funds. Nope. And Lacey's on a Venmo slash terrorist watch list. Exactly. As of now. So me and my FBI agent are probably going to have to just like sit and have a talk. But yeah, so I'm not going to condone putting ID God back in business if he's yeah. not just currently running out of whatever basement he was in before. But It wasn't a basement. It was China. It was a full-fledged operation. Oh. It was like, I would put money on it that too. ID got. TBT, also, if you're not our age and you don't know what ID got, or if, yeah, basically if you're not our age, because if you're our age, you know what it is. ID God was this manufacturer that made fake IDs. So, you know, you took a photo behind a neutral color background, you sent it in, you sent in your, well, it was like 125 when I was a senior in high school. How much was it? it a year later. Well, okay, so a year later, it was more of like a deal situation. So oh, you, you got like in, the college ID and the driver's license package. No, it was like if you went in with 10 people <gasps> or 15 people oh, or 20 yeah. people, the price was lower. So obviously, being the little technology, you know, millennials we were, 
we got a group meet together of how many people wanted them. Yeah, and there were like yeah. 60 people in the group meet. 60! Everyone got their own link. I'm just saying how it <laughs> went. And everyone like goes to the link and uses the same like, we're in this group, mm. I guess. And that's how you did it. And so it was like 40 bucks, you know? 40, damn. Yeah. But it was it's like, also just sending money into a black hole. Like You we, literally don't know if you're going to get it. Exactly. It took weeks. It, t- it was they ordered tell you, from China. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't tell you, obviously, because it's illegal and stupid but at the same time it was one of those things where i backed out at the last minute because i was afraid that i was gonna like get arrested obviously which that just goes into like (laughs) deep dive into my risk personality (laughs) where like i won't do anything if i think it's gonna get except for this osama bin i was just about to say lacy but here you are getting arrested (laughs) oh my god no i am flagged (laughs) on venmo on venmo which i shout out to venmo for being on top of their policies because otherwise I could have been an actual criminal. But anyway, back to the story. Oh, no. Well, I was going to finish too. Oh, so ahead. basically, yeah, you got a fake ID. A driver's license that it was a big deal because they scanned. So yeah. if they scanned it at a grocery store, gas station, whatever, it actually did scan. And there were bundles where you could also get... Because they. this has never happened to me in my whole last adult life where someone's asked for a second form of identification. But when you're 16, 17, 18, you're gullible, you're about to go to college, it's like, oh, you need to also get a college ID so it's two things with your name on it and saying you're your age just in case the cops or the bouncer asks for two forms of identification. Which they never do. Yeah, but no, yeah, the they, they scammed some money out of us. Yeah, I'll the tell worst you thing what. that ever happened was like, a girl I know got her ID, her actual ID, <gasps> broken in half. By who? A bouncer? A bouncer. Why would he? He just thought it was fake. He thought it was fake. And she obviously was of age because she wasn't lying. She brought her real ID and like, this is, you know. But it he me? didn't believe her and he broke it. And so the only thing she could really do is just like file a police report. But like, <sighs> obviously nothing really happened. She just had to order a new one and it cost yeah. her like 30 or 40 bucks or whatever. But yeah, it, it's one of those things that like, it's illegal to have multiple IDs. It, like in our, at our college, it actually was like if you got caught with like two Carolina cards, it was like <gasps> a big deal. Really? Yeah. Two Carolina cards. I definitely had two because well, I lost one and found one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it was just illegal. I don't know what the consequences were, but like Whoa. they made a really big deal about it at some point. So this mom having six was also yes. a big deal, yeah. and she finds so a certificate of birth underneath all of that, mm. and. You know, not a birth take, certificate. Not a birth certificate. A certificate of birth. And they go. she goes to the clinic by herself. And the guy is just like, I might have to call the police because this is not you. There is Phony no, baloney. Yeah. yeah, there is no need your nance yeah. in this system, ma'am. And she's confused as hell because yeah. she doesn't know anything. It so, me. yeah, like, that's who I am. That's who I've been. Like, I don't understand. So she goes home. Her and her mom get really into it. But the mom just lies through her teeth about yes. how... You know, I took you in because your mother was um, couldn't take care of you and dropped you off at my doorstep. And saying also that it was one of the dad's friends, which we're like, who's the dad? We don't know. Yeah, this like man. we just keep getting all these weird details about the dad, yeah. even though he's never shown. We'd never meet him, nor is he relevant because of all of the things I just said. And then too, she's saying it's like one of your dad's friends. That's who's really your mother, which means that he's not your dad then. And you yeah. don't know him to begin with. Exactly. So what are like, you saying? It's just like one of those things of like, she's lying and then lying about the lie, which <sighs> is how you get in trouble, Confusion. especially in a Lifetime movie. Dun, dun, dun. We know what's going on. 
Um, and so she's got those crazy eyes, the fake mom. She's got those crazy eyes of like, don't ask me no more questions. Yeah. Like, okay, for example, <laughs> if you've seen the movie Tangled, starring <gasps> Mandy Moore and Zachary Levi. Mandy, the we mom, love you. Mandy, we love you. This is us. Watch it. Thursday's NBC. Um, but Tuesday. Damn. Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, Thursday's yeah. comedy night. Anyway. <laughs> so the mom in, in Tangled is the same way. He's got the crazy eyes and this is, don't ask me to leave this house again. You're right. <laughs> right. And she's like, well, she might actually be a witch, so I'm not yeah. going to ask again. It's the same weird, crazy look in their eyes. But Kiki the Super Sleuth is not going to stop there because she needs her birth certificate because this baby is coming. She's doing some investigations. Right. Very Scooby-Doo yeah, again yeah. her. Um, so we're very proud. But once again, a time jump. Kiki is now having the baby. Yeah. Another 18-pound, nine-month-old baby. We see her as a newborn. pregnant and we weirdly see the aunt who moved to Atlanta Come back to Connecticut, get a bunch of stuff, then drive to Atlanta. Yeah. But she already moved to Atlanta eight months ago before Kiki was showing. They needed an extra scene of Kiki not trusting her mom. Yeah. That's the only reason that happened. She confronts the aunt and is like, hey, like, who, where did I come from? Like, who are my parents? Like, are you sure? And the aunt tells her the story. Like, you know, your mom just showed up with you. She was pregnant. Like, why, why wouldn't we believe her? Like, she And she says something like, Anne's twisted, but she's not that twisted. Like, she wouldn't steal like, a baby. But that's when you know that they probably are that twisted. Yeah. If, if you think she's twisted, she is twisted enough. Exactly. So the aunt's still, like, we're still on her team because she's still, like, taking care of people, but also, like, taking care of herself. Um, but, yeah, Kiki has the baby. Once again, newborn babies that aren't newborn babies. Huge. This child is 18 pounds, 18 months old. Yeah. Like, that's a that's a huge baby. Huge. <laughs> and, like, eyes wide open again. Yes. Like, they take her home. The, they take the baby home. But Carlina is still just like, I don't trust my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting the truth from her. Like, Too I want to move to, like, I want to move to Atlanta with the aunt. Yeah. And just raise the kid there. She which she wrong. does. Um, and once again... Another time jump to now Carlina's baby is like six years old or seven years old. So old. Walking her to school and they're talking about, you know, where like, hey, mom, where did you come from? And it's just like, what yeah. child would ask Because she's that? walking through like, <laughs> it's her first day of school and she's like, where were you born? And she's like, Bridgeport, Connecticut. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. Connecticut's a hard word for a seven year old to say. And I was like... Is it? Then I realize I'm 23 and I can't say Massachusetts. So that was, I was like, close though. I knew that was, but it's also because I laughed halfway through, so yeah. I disguise the fact that you don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, so yeah, we we cut to that, and this daughter is like, of course, looks nothing like Kiki Palmer. It's nope. for sure biracial. Again, we don't know who the father is, but if it's nope. that father who was bumping and grinding, your child would not look like that, sir. No dads. We. But- we have no proof. Yeah. They're walking to school. It's her first day of school. Then Kiki, we it cuts to a scene of Kiki. She's on the computer. So she's been looking for years ever since she found out her mom is her mom on like the missing child database. So she comes across a baby picture and it's her spoiler alert. And she yep. asks her aunt like, hey, could this be me? Like the birth dates are super close. And the like aunt is like, I don't know. 
I don't know, but give him a call anyway. Right. So she, she's just like, she doesn't know what to think because at first she's like, that's not you. But then yeah. she looks at it a little deeper and like, well, I mean, not you. could be you. Could yeah. Be you. We ain't got no proof that it's not you. But yeah. But she basically tells Keith on the hotline that I'm the missing one yeah. after dancing around it for a little bit. Screen cuts to black. Yeah. Screen cuts to black. <laughs> then we go to. Real Mom Joy gets a very short email oh that says, gosh. we think we may have found your daughter. Please call us. <laughs> call who with no number? That is literally no the like number. kind of message that like your Uber driver gives you. Like, I am here. <laughs> call me now. It's literally more of a text than an email. Yeah. But I guess so we can read the screen. They but had she is email. wild-eyed because obviously she's like, my child, this could potentially be my child. Yeah. Like, what's going on? And so she just kind of, you know. She goes for it. They have to do a DNA test, so she tells Carl about that. Um, but then, obviously, Carlina and her mom are together again mm. because she's asking her one more time, who am I? And this is fake And mom. who are my parents? This, yeah, she's asking yeah. fake She mom. gives her one last chance not to, to lie. own up to it. <laughs> and guess and what she does? She, she not only lies, she tries to like come at Carlina. So she's like, you want the truth? Here's the truth. Your mama was a crack whore. You was a crack baby. And I should have left your crack ass. And it's like, what? So once again, mental health issues. Yeah, you were the one on crack. She basically just comes for her like, how dare you? Like, you should be thanking me that I saved you from a terrible life. And how I'm the one who raised you. I'm the one who's been taking care of you. Like... I should have left you on the street and like all this stuff. And, and she gets her all, a crack baby. Yeah. And she gets all it's wild again. Yeah. Obviously, it's not true. Like her parents were two lovely 16 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just one of those things of like she got all wild eyed and crazy again. So it makes you think she's still doing drugs or at yeah. least she is still doing something that she's not taking care of her mental health at all because she mm-hmm. has all these crazy violent mood swings so obviously akila is just like get out of my house yeah and she's like goodbye yeah she's like get out of my house i don't want to see you ever again and you know that little revenge soundtrack of like you're not gonna get away with this (laughs) so the score of this movie has been crazy over like the music is so not only dramatic but loud like it's Mm -hmm. almost as loud as the dialogue where like something happens and it's like dun 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 like just very obviously crazy symphonies playing and we get one of those in this scene yeah it's a lot of like that spooky haunting music every now and again we're getting heart palpitations and we didn't ask for it and also nothing spooky happened like (laughs) it's like they had a whole conversation and next thing you know it's like yeah some like phantom of the opera type stuff and it's like wait who's gonna pop out phantom of the opera doesn't deserve that kind of disrespect (laughs) in my personal opinion but yeah so once again they all get dna tests carl joy and lil um carlina they get, Who's big now because she's 20. Oh, yeah, she's big now. But she goes to meet the family anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, they welcome her. You know, the ki- the bitter kids are there. <laughs> the grandma from the first prayer is there. Just like, oh, thank God you're here and that God has kept you. And so everyone's really happy. But then we get to a bizarre menu, okay? Okay, yeah, so they pray. And initially, it's like... This is so overwhelming. She immediately walks in to not only meet her parents in person for the first time, but the whole not immediate family, extended family. No, cousin Aunt, in the uncles, back. Cousins, Aunt, grandma. Janky, like, he just got out of jail. Yeah, like, he just, everybody back home. Right, so exactly. It's just overwhelming because it's like, wow, she hasn't had much time to process like 
wow, I was taken from my birth family. How do I feel about that? But also this woman did raise me and I do appreciate that aside outside of the fact that I was taken. And now I'm meeting all these new people. They're praying. Then they throw out this crazy menu. The mom is like, we have. Read it out. And I, and I quote, mac and cheese, curry chicken, lasagna. And on the table, we see a, a pot loose pie. pot pie. And I said to myself, you know, and any family can relate to this. When you have a big party, there are a couple of staples in any, any, any cultural background. You have sweet meatballs. Yeah, in the crock pot. In the, the crock, crock pot. Still on. You have some kind of spaghetti. Oh, my. And then you also have maybe a mac and cheese and a veggie. And I was like gonna say some kind of sandwiches chicken. cut in triangles, right? With like the, just a finger food with like a tuna thick. salad sandwich. Yeah, some like kind of those sandwich. are like, like very, very Maybe baby some shower deviled food. eggs. Yeah, yeah finger they, foods and also some meal stuff. Right, but then and like a salad that at the very, very end. Right? <laughs> and this iceberg lettuce is one of the bag salads. Oh my gosh, like leave iceberg alone, Samara. <laughs> it's God. not good for you. I know it's not, but it's so crunchy and it goes good with oh everything. I'm not fighting with you. Lazy, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know that dark greens are better for you, but I stand by Iceberg as just, it was there for us. Uh, and I know that's why we're all dying, it? but it was there for us. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yes, curry chicken. Curry chicken. And lasagna. Lasagna. And all these individual things take a long time to make. Lasagna, layers of meat, cheese noodles, curry chicken, a seasoning process. Pot pies? Pot pies? Like, this took a long time. And you get to, like, it was just one of those things where it's like, why was that a detail that this, needed to be listed that was in out? The dialogue. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even a follow up, like, well, we don't really know what you like, so we made a little bit of everything, which would have justified right. it. Would have justified but it. But it's no, like, oh I'm no, we just made all this. this. Yeah. We <laughs> just made all this because, well, you know, Janky's in culinary school. Janky, so. Janky took one of them classes at the county. At the Cordon Bleu. And now the he's out here Bleu making curry chicken for us. So I was just pissed as just a family where I was like, I oh wish my mom my would. God offer up that kind of buffet like i would rather my mom slip me a crisp five and say go to wendy's and literally get a go to cookout and come back <laughs> and it was so we cut we don't even see them partaking in the delicacies that are curry chicken lasagna nope. mac and cheese and pot pie we cut to them cleaning up mm-hmm. and mind you again we say this is her first time meeting these people and there she is washing dishes i would have stayed in a hotel first of all i kind of don't even know y'all and now i'm cleaning now I'm cleaning. <laughs> what is this? So, <laughs> you want to help at all? I, hell no. <laughs> I wouldn't help. Talking about helping. Oh what? my God. Well, it would have been better if she do. was the one sitting because we're in the kitchen now. Yes. And it's the it's real mom and or real mom joy. Oof. Or don't <laughs> don't make that one up. I know. Real mom joy, Carlina, and one of the new kids, the little the girl. No, they're not the new kids. Yeah, yeah, one I'm of the, saying one of the new ones. One of the kids that Joy has raised that didn't get abducted. Yeah. Well. That's also her child, <laughs> yes. biologically. But like the the girl daughter is just asking a bunch of questions, like, oh, I heard she abused you. Cause obviously there's been tons of press and media around this whole thing. Like they've been in front of newspapers and magazines and on tv and all this stuff yeah so it's been very overwhelming for her but the daughter's just asking a whole bunch of questions and obviously the mom was like hey you know cut it out <laughs> like, yeah and something also, so invasive yeah and then also like she makes a uh, carlina makes a comment about like 
my mom never did blah blah mm. and obviously joy is very pierced by the fact that you know carlina is calling that mom, woman mom and not her but it's justifiable because yeah. this is a woman who raised her like and it's a it's, it's a, the first day she met you yeah, <laughs> it's a thing throughout the end of the movie of like you know i have two different lives now of mm. like one where i was raised by a woman who i didn't know and didn't know that for a very long time but also i'm being welcomed by this new family who i also don't know so i felt for carlina that situation because obviously you know joy's like your mom <laughs> yeah and immediately follows up too when the daughter's asking questions like you're being so invasive cut, cut it out the black mom like cut it out yeah she follows up with okay we got a big day tomorrow we're gonna go talk to the press and i wrote down press press what like and that's what made me think and this probably doesn't have a lot to do with the real story but they just seemed like the real parents just seemed so obsessed with getting in front of the media about yes. this and keeping the story alive and i think it's just because they felt like the story died for a long time and mm. now they need to like get it back in front of like people be safe people watch your kids like you know whatever but it just was like such a major point at the end of the movie where it's like oh we're gonna go talk to the press oh, oh oprah wait. wants to sit down yeah with us, or oh blah blah and it's just like that is so overwhelming not yeah. only for new family but also just so much attention on you mm. at when you didn't want it and for something so evil and like just messed up yeah seems like a lot to do so and you're processing all this you don't know like who should you call mom who shouldn't you call mom should you go by carlina because like we said at the beginning she had a different name yeah that she's been going through yeah for two 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 years 23 years so it's like you have so much identity stuff to process through and now the press is involved at every turn like it's just a lot it it was too much so now we realize that like they've gotten a lot of press. The press is asking questions about fake mom Anne. Anne sees it and says, "You know what? I gotta bust out of here because yeah. they're going to <laughs> catch me." So what she does is starts packing a bag. She grabs her um, True Jackson VP headshot. <laughs> it's literally a, like a, you can tell clearly one of those like kid actor headshots of Kiki Palmer. Yeah, like that's they just <laughs> sitting on their like fake nightstand. Which I'm just like, once again, prop department. They couldn't have got a school picture. You had to ask Kiki Palmer to bring in one of her headshots. Yes, to put in like, your fake living room in Canada. Crazy. Disrespectful. Yeah. Now she's got to do the background work for y'all. <laughs> exactly. So Anne starts running. She jumps in the car. She's driving. <laughs> running from her porch. To, running from her to porch her. to the car. But the police actually do show up. But they, she's long gone. Yeah, she's been out. She's been out. She's <laughs> on the highway, which really looked like... Highway 141 in Georgia. I was convinced this whole time that the movie was shot in Atlanta. And but it was shot definitely in Canada after research. Another follow-up, just like Pregnancy Pack, where it's like they lived in Maine. But it was summer, the whole movie, over the course of two oh, yeah. years. They time live in Connecticut and New York and Atlanta. Obviously, Atlanta, it can look like summer all year long, especially yeah. someone not from the South like we are. But we didn't see not a snowflake. Nope. Not a wind chill in Bridgeport, Connecticut in New York City, New York. Yeah, nothing. I'm confused. Weather doesn't happen in Lifetime movies. Clearly. It's always summer. a romantic thing or a a haunty thing where like someone's in the rain looking outside into your windows or something. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't, which again, Southeast Georgia, it it, it rains. rains a good bit. It's we sun see- showers. It could literally look like it did and just be raining. Raining, yeah, like and humidity. But yeah, we see none of that. What we do see is we flash back to 
fake mom man pulls up to the gas station because she's out of gas um and we allegedly alleged we see her go through her purse and much like that she has multiple identities with the multiple ids she has multiple credit cards this woman's got a hot eight credit cards my thing was just also like the schemes the The amount of schemes in place the amount of gears that have to interlock for all the schemes to work and you to think this is a good idea right like and you are lost and you're lost yeah. <laughs> let us help you and because she goes into the gas station and this is kind of the funniest part of the oh movie, it's the best part but she goes to the up front and she gives him one of the cards and he's declined like, Sorry, no. yeah. and then she's like oh dang she gives what? him another card uh-huh and then he's Decline. like nope sorry and she goes can i pay another way <laughs> and, and i'm thinking she's trying to you just trying to suck some dick. I, she, well, she looked at him and she goes, "Can I pay another way?" But then we see the I cop. That's your mind. No, because I, I didn't think that. Well, what did you think when she said, "Can I pay another way?" I thought she meant like, "Can I like work here?" <laughs> Lacey, we see the cops pull up. She's on the run and she's gonna do a whole shift. Do you know how much? Well, she didn't see the police at that point. Oh, she didn't. She was still like, I got a com-. When she said, this is the funny part. <laughs> she goes, I got a computer in the back of my car. She says, and that's can I she- pay you in a computer? <laughs> and that's when she sees the police. And then he says, ma'am, we don't take computers. And she is looking at the police, not paying attention to a damn thing that he says. And I was just like... <sighs> Okay, so you oh got a couple options, homegirl. She leaves the place because he's like, I'm sorry, but we are not a Fry's Electronics. <laughs> this is not Radio Shack, this- ma'am. Those closed several years ago. Right, like, we are, we are not what you were looking for. So she oh leaves the gas station. She gets back in the car and drives away as the but police are filling with gas. No gas. But she so had like, no gas. Well, I'm thinking, Ugh. too, I'm like, because this was nine years ago, the world has changed a lot. Do you remember when we were kids? You could, like, my parents would fill their tank up, then pay for it. Like, paying before you pumped is, like, a fairly, not recent, because we were kids, like, Mm. 15 years ago. But you used to be able to pump your gas, then pay for it. Like, pre-before credit cards were super mainstream. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of, I mean, obviously, I've never seen it, because by the time I was We were driving, gas, like, yeah. But she didn't even do that, though. She no, didn't pump the gas at all. She We didn't in. see her pump the gas, but somehow she drives because she makes it to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yeah, she but makes it meanwhile, the gas station guy saw her on the news. He did. But he didn't get to the police in time, so he was useless. Um, but she drives. They don't take computers, ma'am. <laughs> The fact that she thought that that would work, though, you know? Trading and computer. Like, because what employee has a jurisdiction to, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep this computer for myself, but just put it in the machine so my register will come up $50 short? Right. Like, there's no scenario in which that would have worked out for her. Yeah. Computer or non. And then he's got your computer with all your scamming ass schemes. Yeah. What if there's a password on it? that computer away. With you when you're well, on the did. run from the feds. She did pack up. The she feds have every idea where we are because of computers. She doesn't know that. This is 2010. Whatever, we don't know what man. she knows. I, we had to have known. So anyway, oh. she gets to the FBI's like <laughs> hub office somewhere, wherever, and she says like she basically is turning herself in after she's called. Carlina a couple of times just kind of being silent and weird but she eventually talks to her <laughs> but she does everything to avoid responsibility yeah. because they get her sit her down for a statement like what happened ma'am what's your account and she's like I there was once a woman 
who loved dolls, who played with dolls all day, but she wanted a real baby. So she, so she got pregnant three times in three different times. The baby died. So she wanted to get her own baby. And, and then the also was like, she was talking about like, and she had never loved or been loved before. Yeah, and you don't know what it's like to be baby. loved back. And you know, <laughs> I'm sitting here saying it like this, not because I hate humanity, but because of the fact that between bad acting and just this whole story being a hot dumpster fire of a mess. Her sitting there being like, you know, nice white woman FBI agent. Oh my God. Have you ever been loved? And it's just like, get to the point. <laughs> she like, ask you all this. Cut it out. and then, But immediately the, the white woman FBI agent stands it's just like, up. And hell she's no. Like, she's like, ma'am, you're under the arrest for the abduction. You are under arrest Carolina for kidnapping flight. across state lines yes. and telling me this bum ass You could have came up with something. You could have just been like, yeah, bitch, I did it. Right. Because which is what you went there for in the first place. Yeah. To turn so, yourself in. You know, we find one, we didn't say this, but Sherry Shepard runs out of the house like a maniac to tell <laughs> to tell True Jackson that they the DNA is a match and yes, you are indeed our daughter. Hooray. But, but the way she ran out of the house, so she's so Carlina's daughter's name Maya. I don't know if we mentioned that, her little biracial irrelevant. daughter. Yeah, but we she runs out of the house with Maya hand in hand and we're like, Oh my god, just so jostling her around. And, yeah. But the music again is playing at this point and it's the spooky music as she's running out of the house. So we think like, oh no, Anne's something in the house and down. tried to knife me down or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> that would have been a better story. Right? That would have been such a better storyline. But no, Sherry Shepard's jogging out of the house with a six-year-old like strapped to her arm, and oh it's just god. like Spooky, spooky, spooky music. And then it goes, the DNA was a match. And it swells to like, hooray. And all she said was, no, she said, it's positive. What? What? The STI test? The drug test? Sherry, Sherry, what's positive? positive? You got to see the other part of the line. I'm not feeling it today. (laughs) No, that's that's not what Joy would have said. No, that's not my motivation. Can someone bring me an Evian now that we're not talking anymore? (laughs) Not, okay. I shouldn't over Sherry Shepard because who even knows if that's what she's like i think so <laughs> I, I don't know. I real life proof, accounts but... of real life cast members of the view don't, allegedly don't sue us Sherry, i know please don't sue us because you definitely have cash um, we don't anyway. so yeah so Anne is now on trial um and we get to her trial carlina does not want to attend um and Anne is just being asked a bunch of questions they're asking questions about like who what when where why and the FBI agent, for some reason, turns and is like, you know, but she was a good woman. She just had never loved. And I'm like, wait a second. That woman really got you with the story. And the story wasn't good. That's, that's not, not a reason to kidnap somebody else's baby. You can't take kids just because you're lonely. Listen, people, love yourself. <laughs> wow asmr but like mental health version um yeah and so the trial just keeps going on and like brief moment to say r.i.p to the wigologist on this movie because i'm sure she never worked again <laughs> we hope she we never hope and pray again. because you know there's only so many things you can control in a movie set budgets you know weather all that jazz but the wigs 
And you're the in Atlanta? were out of control. And I know it was nine years ago. I know this was pre-got to be glued. I know this was pre is it her hair or not? Lace front who? But these wigs were crazy. These wigs were sitting atop of their head right. like fedoras. People's extensions were just out and about instead it, of it laid no, on their head. It made no sense. Not an edge was laid down. No. And we see the mushroom cut of the century. Kiki, they cut the wig into, it's not a shortcut. It's a it's Fantasia. It's not a bob. It's not short enough. Oh. Because it was, it was, like, long, it was like just below chin but not shoulder fair enough but it was like, it was like a... tease at the top yeah it just it looked like a disaster it was terrible and we just we're we're we were at, yeah we were at a loss we, um, we were at, it was a lot of screaming at a loss um and we say that because she carlina kind of goes off the grid for a little while when the trial is going on for her fake mom because She's obviously feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. She's obviously has a lot of feelings. And the new family is like out here still in the press. Yeah. On TV. She finds out that the trust that was supposedly built for her dissolved when she was 21. And they mm. used the money to like fund their lives. So she, you know, she's not even really going to get any restitution from that. But at the same time, the parents take her silence as she's mad about her not getting the money. Which we do notice when they tell her the trust dissolved she like she said that she found out from a reporter they had a trust for her and then she's like when do i get it and the mom's like oh it dissolved like she is noticeably upset oh absolutely like it's like palpable that she's like uh okay but it's also like you never knew these people like they kind of don't owe you anything especially not money i mean yeah and they don't but i think the point was like they should have told her from the get like hey like we did set this aside but we don't have it anymore point blank and it would be okay that she was upset about it because like oh it would have been nice but at the same time like they never developed that plot line as like her saying oh well what do you mean like you owe me like they never go into it that she was mad like she obviously was upset in the moment but like they never develop it to the point where the parents are now saying we think she's mad because there was money involved and they're on tv sitting down with fake savannah guthrie and oh my god i know i love her <laughs> but like they're sitting down with fake savannah just talking about like we just want her to call us we want her to text us and she's just like i don't want to talk to you guys right now yeah like i don't want to talk to fake bomb man i don't want to talk to y'all and we do see like she changed her number they have been blowing her phone up but this is the part where i put like not a single person is consulted like a mental health professional throughout the duration of this movie like no one has said oh, hey, maybe you need to talk to somebody. Maybe we need to talk to somebody. Like, they have just never made that point clear. So it's like no one's processing their emotions in a healthy way, and that's okay because they're just human beings. Yeah. But this, she's just taking time to, like, to uncheck think. from being in the media and mm-hmm. finding out she has a whole new family. Exactly. So we also realize at this point, like, the trial's still going on. They sentence Anne to 12 years. Like, and I say 12 only 12 years. years. Because she abducted someone for 23 years. And they're just like, 12 should do it. Which we also talked about, like, 
she'd be up for parole within about like two to three. Yeah. You know, if she, she had might a good be out of behavior. jail now. We didn't Google that. But... We didn't. But honestly, they might not have well, maybe they did report. Well, it. she went to jail in two thousand twelve. It's two thousand nineteen now, barely. So, yeah. So she She maybe she good and well might be out of jail. Yeah. But she probably has if she's not, she's got about five, six years left. Yeah. Um Maximum. And maximum. So good she behavior, maybe two or three. Because obviously they like her. Yeah. Well, I mean, as much as you can, because the judge is like, we charge you on one count of kidnapping 12 years. And I'm like, why are you counting? Like, kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> like, that should just be it. That's um, it. But Carlina goes back to her real parents and it's just like hey i really appreciate it like i would love to like come back up here and maybe like restart my life but i need to figure out me i have like so many different names and you know all this stuff i just want to go back to finding myself and raising my child and you know the dad carl he's very supportive of that Mm -hmm. like you know do what you got to do but we want you to stay here we want you to live here obviously real mom joy is just like you need to stay here with us. You need to be around family. You need to be blah, blah. And it's just like, she's being kind of pushy about it. Joy's so overbearing. Like, Joy is suffocating me through the screen. Oh, yeah. I felt attacked. Chill. (laughs) And it's like, we get that you're trying to make up for lost time, but at some point, you gotta realize that's not gonna happen. You just can't do that. You just gotta make new memories with the time you have now. You can't, spend time pondering and contemplating what could have been exactly chill joy chill exactly and so the aunt you know is the only one that was throughout the movie being reasonable but towards the end she kind of like when carlina isn't talking to fake mom Anne, she's just like well that woman raised you and like you should be you know basically telling her like Forget this new family. Forget all that. She raised you. She loved you. She did all this stuff. And, and she like, tries to get her to testify in Anne's favor as the child that Anne abducted. Yeah. And it's like, no. The aunt lost credibility towards the end. Yeah. Because it's like, she, I get that that's your sister and, you know, you're trying to protect. But at the same time, you know, she committed a crime. She committed a crime. She did it willingly. Sure did. And so that's when we get to the very end where we... Like, the beginning of the movie was, like, a, a blue-toned, like, Sherry Shepard slash Real Mom Joy driving somewhere. She was driving to see Anne in jail. So we're now back at that point at the end of the movie, and they're sitting across the lunch table from each other. And well, they're in a prison visitation room. They're not at a lunch well, table. Well, it looked like a lunch table. Yeah, it was a table with two benches on also, the Also, this is the most low-security prison. Like, oh, for sure. She has a window in her cell. That is the size of my dorm room that she shares with no one. She has photos up on the wall that are not cinder block. Like my dorm room walls were. It's a regular drywall. Yep. Like this, it's very low security. Yeah, it's because once again, not a real prison. Yeah, not, not <laughs> and, a real prison. It and might not even the, they were in a lunchroom. Yeah, <laughs> not even a simulation of a real no. prison. Because there's also a dude prisoner. That's what I said. It's a male, the, female know. prison. On what planet? Yeah, on, on whose earth? Planet? On <laughs> whose U.S. continent? Because you know the U.S. loves jail. Yeah. <laughs> And more than anything more than anything it's like just for the casting call for extras they just said prisoner they didn't even <laughs> specify male female yeah female. Prisoner. They were we'll take anybody. Pri- yeah prisoner and so these two ladies are basically in a huge argument but joy is just like why did you steal her from me why was it me what you know what was it about me that you you know and joy like, you're not about you. it wasn't about you and the and fake mom am says that like it wasn't about you it was about me and love she goes back to that story oh my but gosh. you know obviously real mom joy is like i should just jump over the table right now and kill you <laughs> and then 
jail. Where's like the I security? Said, it's low security. Where it's are low they? security. No security. You can't they say that in jail. Wild threats oh against each God. other, and no one is saying anything. <laughs> And, and it's getting heated, obviously. It's getting They're so yelling. heated because, the, and fake mom, she, once again, mental health issues, Ugh. she starts going, you should be thanking me that I took such great care of your child. What great care? You were doing drugs, which they never follow back up with nope, that storyline. I'm sorry, smoke crack on the it. one time, but it's like, you, you were doing drugs. You yeah. were having episodes. You were a scammer. What great care? And you also like weren't didn't have a steady income from what we yeah, could see. Yeah, like so, what great care, ma'am. Yeah. So they don't really settle that, but the real mom joy is just like, I hope you suffer. I like wanted you to be here. All that jazz. <laughs> she had revenge eyes, and they were playing the music like it was nobody's business there That's... is nothing i do better than revenge <laughs> taylor, taylor swift the sponsor of revenge, Co. revenge she is the president the ceo and the vp of revenge oh my at revenge co Where? incorporated because yeah it was just the music was wild at this point oh too but we they're, leave they're out of control they're all out of control and then the very last scene is Carlina going to visit fake mom Anne in jail with Maya because mm. Maya's obviously like, Where's my other grandma? And she's like, Hello, Maya. I kept saying throughout the movie, Maya is supposed to be like at when they start like seven or eight. So then she's like, She might be like nine yeah. after these couple years. Maya acts like she's four and a half. They're yeah, playing this game where the, the well. grandma puts her hand on the plexiglass because she's in jail. And, and Maya puts her hand over it. In the Yes, like they keep, they're just playing like little games, and Maya's like, Connecticut. <laughs> like, Maya is too old. But we also realize that Smara has bias against kids who act like kids. Because <laughs> no, kids who act three when they're nine, I do think it's a developmental I issue. I still think it's bias. But then again, you're the counselor, not me. So I don't know anything about children's development. So who am I to judge? However, my. You know, we'll go over final thoughts of abducted. Final thoughts, and I'd love to introduce a new segment, listeners. We're gonna start doing the MVP of the movie. Ooh, yes, we can both pick our MVPs. So, final thoughts. All in all, it was a lifetime movie. You know, there were sets that were inconsistent. One day it was an airport. One day it was um, we don't know the FBI. Uh, the FBI. Literally, it was. <laughs> The same set. The same set. With the Federal Bureau of Investigation. In the airport. 30 minutes later in the movie. Like, there were inconsistencies with the set. There were kind of plot holes. There were, like, time lapses that didn't add up. Dialogue that didn't make sense. Wigs that didn't fit. (laughs) Wigs that should have flown. Crazy wardrobe choices for, you know, a young, you know, chili. It was, (laughs) yeah, just very unflattering wardrobe for Kiki Palmer. But all in all, I would say, you know, it did its job. It was entertaining. We laughed. We laughed. It was, it was based on a true story because Lifetime has to do that. There's no other thing they can you do. You know, and in this one, we actually did have moments of like, wow, you know, maybe we shouldn't be laughing right now. Yeah. Which I think haven't sure. occurred in the other two movies. We've because just been laughing. We just cackled. But in this one, we were like, we actually should probably take pause in our judgment because this is based on a true story but people are suffering yeah and the other ones it's more just like teens inflicting teen shit on themselves yeah exactly (laughs) like this time there was i mean i'm not gonna say there weren't 
victims or people who didn't suffer from abuse in a pregnancy pact or Texas cheerleaders. Certainly there were victims in a Texas yeah, cheerleader sure. scandal. But the this was like a completely like a case of mental health issues and just so many systemic issues that people of color deal with not to get too like too deep too political this isn't a political podcast but it was less to laugh at still a lot to laugh at so those are my final thoughts yeah and i think my mvp of the movie is dad carl mine too <laughs> yay dad yeah, carl five out of five he was um, just level-headed he didn't yeah. have any crazy dialogue he aged better he aged better you know than everybody else but at the same time even as a teenager he had a job he was being consistent he was he drove there he was with you know real mom joy when she got broken up with yeah he's for no reason yeah he suffered the most but also like was the most reasonable like Mm -hmm. you know bonding with kiki palmer on certain things and you know kind of really just trying to get back to know her even though he's like you got us and it's just like all right carl settle down carl (laughs) yeah Yeah, so that was abducted. They did do a little, like, this is where they are now, but it's all the stuff that we kind of talked about. Yeah, like... Homegirl mom had 12 years, and uh, Nidra is now going by Nidra. Yeah. Um, She goes by her, you know, given name by the fake mom. Well, no, she goes by Nettie. She didn't want to be called Nidra or Carlina, she said. And that was kind of like the final exposition shot before it flashed to where they are now. She was doing this dialogue, like a voiceover, like... You know, I've had to wonder who I am and where I came from. I'm not Carlina. That's the name that was stolen from me. I'm not Nidra. That was a name that was given to me by the person who stole me. I'm Nettie. Like, that feels the most me. So, yeah. that's where we close out. And that was it. Um, we're, I think we're going to probably stay on the women train for yeah. the next few weeks. Just because, you know, March is International Women's Month. And so. it's Lifetime. There are no other movies to watch. I mean, Without enough. female protagonists. I am getting constant emails from the Lifetime Movie Club on recommendations. Um, so, shout out to them. Because yeah. we almost watched one called Murdered at 17. Uh, which maybe we'll do next week you never know we'll put up a poll on instagram of two different movie choices so y'all vote and let us know don't forget to follow us at a lifetime of trash on all the socials we're on soundcloud and we have something really excited coming really soon so tune in next week and thank you so much for listening bye bye